Welcome back to another episode of TFM Bets. We're back in the studio. Holy shit, it feels good to look at you. It's good to see you again, man. In the least weird way possible. <laughs> I feel like it's been months since I've seen you. It, it feels a dude. So I was feeling the same thing. I was on the plane yesterday, got back to my apartment. I literally walked in the door. I was like, I feel like I haven't been here in a year. Yeah. It was maybe like a week. Did you have a good Christmas, New Year, everything? I did. It was good. You know, got some got some good stuff. I don't really ask for anything for Christmas anymore. Yeah, I mean, Except for like a hit parlay. But yeah. that's like a personal, like, by myself thing. I asked for some clothes, got a new phone, very much needed. You wow. got one too, I see. Well, that was from, I broke my other phone. Yeah. So. I'm glad you were using the fucking 3G. <laughs> People were coming at me. They're like, yo, Mike's got his iPhone from the Stone Ages. I was like, all right, everybody, why don't you just relax? I had one camera. I got two now. I feel like I'm part of the club. Let's go. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're starting 2023 now in studio. We have the college football playoff. We've got the NFL, but before we get into that, I kind of wanted to take a step back a little bit and talk 2022, because so I feel crazy, like it's a crazy year. Crazy year. Big year for, for myself and Book It. Big year for you as well. Uh, as, the, as the bets went, there were definitely some monumental moments of my betting career in 2022. So I thought as a fun exercise, we could do our 2022 Hall of Fame. Of course. So we'll do four players that helped you out the most, then four teams that help you out the most, and we'll kind of go back and forth and talk about it a little bit because twenty two is twenty twenty two is a nuts year. Yeah. Um, I'll start for the teams, my Hall of Fame of teams, four teams. One, the Providence Friars. Providence um, Friars. Last year was insane. I mean, a Sweet Sixteen birth, going crazy, winning the Big East, having graduated from there. I mean, I was on the moon. And I feel like it doesn't get better than that. When like you're going through it right now, obviously on a higher level with TCU going to the college football uh, playoff championship. But, you know, as a Providence College guy, the four years I went there, we were ass cheeks. And then to like come in, win the conference while I start this whole betting thing, like that was crazy. Um, the second one, Astros minus one and a half. Wow. I was, mean, that was... Yeah. The amount of days over the summer, dude, that I'd be looking at the baseball yep. slate and just be like, you know what? I'm taking the Astros minus one and a half. And as many times as they hoed me, they also came through yeah, like an absurd amount. You only remember the ones they hoed you on, but they certainly tucked us in quite quite a few times. Like there'd be a couple times where I'd get the script emailed to me for the MLB <laughs> slate and I'd be like, I mean, Astros minus Such one and a half is an auto send. Such a wagon. Um, the third one, overs in the playoffs during hockey last year. Mm. There was, I mean... I could, you could literally throw a dart at the board and it was going over. Yeah, I don't know if you were on the overs last year during hockey, big time. But there was a there was a scene when I was like six and out, just taking overs and in, in the playoffs. Yeah, and there's been a significant decrease in bangs this season. Unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I know, dude. They need to figure it, it out. It was always the Oilers. Whatever yep. whatever series the Oilers was in, I was like, yeah, that game's going over. So, oh, so <laughs> <laughs> always did. And then my fourth and final, I got to throw it up for my guys, and it was. The Santa Clara men's basketball team. Wow. They covered at an obscene rate. They did. I remember they tucked in Preston Lopez on his... He He's only hit like two or three ten-leggers. Yep. And the last leg of one of them that did hit was Santa Clara. Yep. And it leads me into my Players Hall of Fame, which I won't finish because I want you to do your team's yep. next. By a guy of the name, I think probably the best name in all of college sports, P.J. Pipes. P.J. Pipes. P.J. Pipes. What a name. Ended up following him on social media, DM'd him a bunch. I need to get him on the show so I can just ask him if his last name rings true. 
Yeah, no. Because there's no way he doesn't pipe. <laughs> I mean, that is like, PJ Pipes, dude, that was the only reason I bet on them the first time I took them. They they won me like three parlays because they were they're a West Coast team. Yeah, and it would be like night. it'd be ten o'clock. It'd yeah. be a three team. I'd be like, oh fuck, it, this is crazy. <laughs> and then I want to give one honorable mention to the Texas Tech Red Raiders college basketball. Sure, the money line. Oh my god, it was yeah. hornily free. That's kind of a wild last year for yeah. sure. But go that's ahead. A, that's a good four li- list of four. Yeah, um, give me four and then an honorable mention for sure. Got to start it off with uh, the TCU Horn Frogs. You know, I'm usually not a big proponent of betting on my favorite teams, but something about this TCU team this year, I kind of saw it from the beginning. I feel like it started at that game you went to. Uh, I forget who they were playing. Oklahoma was it OU? That was kind of that's where I started feeling the magic. Fifty points. Yeah, with TCU, uh, that game was never a doubt. And from then on, I mean, we looked unbelievable. The only game we lost was that one at Kansas State. And that was the only time they lost me units this year. I think they didn't cover once uh, in a game before that. But I was always on the ML, even when it was heavily juiced. I was throwing Bozo packages. So TCU was a money-making wagon all year long. Number two, without question, it's got to be Dodgers. Minus one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dude, I forgot about yeah, the Dullias. Of course, of course. The Dullias. Uh, you know, despite their early exit in the playoffs, mm. they had a 100-win season. They were an absolute wagon with Mookie, Trey, and Freddie. Uh, and I would bet on them basically almost every game. Dude, I remember we would be, not we, but like we would sometimes be on the same side over the summer of the Dodgers. <laughs> and there'd be nothing more electric when like the Dodgers would be up like one going into like the eighth. And the Mookie man would just like drill the deepest double yep. of all time to bring someone home. And everyone yep. on, I would refresh Twitter. Everybody, like, Mookie bets, Mookie bets, Mookie bets, Mookie bets, Mookie bets. <laughs> to bring in that run line saving. Literally run. so electric. Uh, the third team, I got to say, the in 2022. Yeah. Remember 2022, we had seasons prior to the ones that are going on right now. Mm. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche. Made me wow. lots of coin last That's year. That's a good one, too. Uh, especially in the Stanley Cup. I was at the Stanley Cup. Uh, but they were just such a wagon. They're the Dodgers of the NHL. Mm. This year, not the same story, obviously, with injuries. But uh, abs definitely in my top four. Number four. Um, who am I going to pick here? I would have to say the Rams. The Rams of last year. Oh, of last year. Of last year. Yeah, the Rams of last uh, this year. This season, certainly not. But the Rams in the postseason, I was nuking them. I They were kind of the story of that postseason. That 49ers uh, championship game was such a sweat, but they made a huge comeback. Mm-hmm. And honorable mention would be the Chiefs because I would bet on this them This guy a is lot. a square, dude. <laughs> a lot also. Uh, we know they can't cover spreads, but money lines, third sixes pieces, they were – in there almost every week uh and they absolutely sold the bag so much in that game against the Bengals, where they were up 20 something to three at halftime and i threw like my fourth biggest bet of my life on that day with rams and chiefs both money line i put like 6k on it Mm -hmm. uh and i'm sitting there pretty at halftime you know bricked up and of course they end up selling and Joey Burr comes out of, of the halftime fucking bricked up. Classic. Uh but yeah, that's my that's my four. Give me um the frogs, give me the Dodgers, give me the Avalanche, um, and honorable mention or and the Rams honorable mention Chiefs. 
I mean, you guys get on me for being square. I just want you to know his 2022 Hall of Fame is the Dodgers minus one and a half, the Chiefs minus 300 money line, and the Rams minus 200 money line. Yep. Um, all right, but now let's all right, let's do players, Hall of Fame players. Yeah. Because I feel like you just started getting into props like this past year, so oh, yeah. I feel like you have some guys that have come through in the clutch, some guys that have sold. After this, I also want to do a put them in the bin segment where we yeah. talk about guys that have sold us because I have too many. Absolutely. But I'll start. PJ Pipes is a goat. PJ. I already led into it. He was the reason why Santa Clara was covering a lot of the times. They had Jalen Williams, but PJ Pipes, you're my goat. Um, I'm still trying to get that jersey. I just damned him the other day, and he was like, plays, in, plays overseas now. Wait, he, they had Jalen Williams? Jalen Williams from the Thunder. Really? Yeah. He went to Santa Clara? Yeah. I didn't know that. He was on that team last wow. year. They were like kind of dirty. Um, the next guy is possibly my biggest goat every year when it gets to the playoffs. <laughs> Drew Holiday points and assists. Wow. It'll hit at a 99% clip in the playoffs. Yeah. Because it'll be 28. He goes and he'll, up. dude, he goes up, yeah. dude. And if he doesn't get 10 assists, he's getting 30 points. Yeah. So PJ Pipes, Drew Holiday points and assists. This one's going to sound square, but it really wasn't because of Connor McDavid goal. <laughs> Last year, dude, I would be drowning. Drowning. To my last coin, and if the Oilers were on, plus 100, Connor McNutts to get one in the back of the net, I would literally cream my pants every night. You know what's ironic is how I ended my 2022 was in shambles, actually, (laughs) uh, because I lost a six-leg entry. Because of Connor McDavid SOGs. Well, he doesn't shoot a lot, no, but he, he scores. scores a lot. He'll finish with one SOG and one goal. Yes, dude. But if he has a hat trick, he's taking three shots. Three shots. <laughs> yeah, dude. More. He's not, he's not getting over three and a half. And then my fourth guy, I feel like it was a combination of a lot of guys because I wasn't really betting props that much last year. I was kind of just betting college basketball. There was like a bunch of guys that helped me cover, do whatever. But I guess, you know, I'll kind of lead into... Oh, there was actually almost too many, dude. But so many. You know what I'll say? Who I rode a lot last year as well was um, Cam Magusty on Miami. What for the Hurricanes? The U. I dude, I was deep into college basketball last year. But Cameron Magusty, holy shit, that kid was a bucket, dude. He would save me on multiple occasions where I'd be like, Miami is plus like eight and a half, and he dropped thirty. Bucket. That's crazy. Bucket. I respect and then, it. Honorable mention, I'm going to go. Oh, who's my MLB goat? Honorable mention, I'm going to go. Sowers. Yes, dude. <laughs> no, we got to. We got to. We got to put Sowers in. Dude, I didn't even think they fucking had him on prize picks. <laughs> no, we got to put him in. We got to put Sowers in. Honorable. You <laughs> just caught me so off guard. <laughs> Honorable mention, Sowers from the Orioles. That was the most goaded home run I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> So All right, good. your Hall of Fame for players. Let's go. All right, without question, right off the bat, number one, it's got to be Shea Gilgis Alexander <laughs> over points. Um, but are you talking about last year? He was also it's okay, just okay, as big okay, of okay. a wagon okay. last year. That's where it started. Okay. You know, I didn't just go into this NBA season and start nuking SGA. It was because of the season prior, okay. and he just so happens to continue being a wagon. Uh, but he's he soars over his points almost every game. Uh, the books respect it now. It's up. It's up there with the big dogs with Luca, Giannis, at thirty and a half, mm-hmm. uh, and he made me so much coin. So he was always my go-to. Second, 
Um, I'm gonna go Nathan McKinnon. He was always in a prize picks of mine for shots on goal. Good. Um, always ripping puck. He was on Demon Time last year. Uh, and he has, I think, the highest line I've ever seen at five and a half at one point. Shots on goal, yeah. Five and a half Did shots. Did he hit? And yeah, he would hit that, bro. It was fucking <laughs> nuts. Yeah, because he's ripping puck, dude. He's peppering. Yeah, peppering. Uh, third, third, I'm going to have to go with, this one counts as one, Mookie, Trey, and Freddie. <laughs> all three oh, of them. I remember that, yeah. All three of them. In if one. you put this next guy in, I'm going to be so mad at you. <laughs> uh, Mookie, Trey, and Freddie, I mean, the Dodgers are on. At least one of them is going in my seat where we go. Yeah. Um, there's so many so many players I'm forgetting about. but Can I hand feed you one? Yeah, what? A, he's a pitcher. Okay, who? And every single night he played, you'd put him in your entry. Oh, my God. Lodolo. <laughs> oh, my. Lodolo <laughs> over K's. Absolutely, Dude, you would cream every single. That time. was a, that needed to be spoon fed to me. Thank <laughs> you. If I left him off the list, I would have been so ashamed. Nick Lodolo of the Cincinnati Reds. If you don't know the name, remember it now because he's winning the Cy Young in three years from now. Dude's a beast. Former Frog, and I do have an honorable mention. Uh, two of them actually. Two guys who taught me off on my biggest betting day of my life: Cedric Mullins mm. and Julio Urias. Uh, for those who don't know, one day this summer, I nuked a five-leg prize picks for $2,000 to win 20. And Cedric Mullins was looking like he was going to sell. He was 0 for 4 in the ninth inning. Classic. Um, and so I was so pissed because everything, sma- everything else hit a home run. Everyone in the entry hit a home run, and Cedric Mullins 0 for 4. And so I load up another rage nuke. I put another two racks on another five-leg entry for the late games. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in the ninth inning of the Orioles game, and here comes Cedric Mullins. And the only way that he can go over his fantasy score uh, is not even with a double and a run, because that's seven, and he only gets seven, and his line's seven and a half. So I need him to walk, mm-hmm. steal, and score. That's the that's only wild. way, or hit a home run. That shit ain't happen. So he walks. I'm like... Well, he's like, there's life here. There's we a might pulse. have life. There's a pulse. He, next pitch, steals second with ease. Yeah. 0-2 count. He's on second base in the bottom of the night with two outs. And I feel like he's normally not like that. Bloop single, and he <laughs> scores, bro. Goes over his fantasy score. 20K just banged. And now I'm in a situation where the second entry I placed is on its last leg, and all I need is Julio Urias over strikeouts. And he got there with ease in like five innings. Wow, that's huge. 40 racks, took 5K, put it on two nerfies, and that shit slapped. Made like 60K one day. 60K one day, and somehow we're still scrounging for units. Scrounging for units. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, let's go to to in the bin. We'll keep this one short, because then we'll talk TCU, then we'll talk NFL. But I feel like this also needs to happen in the bin. Um, guys that have sold us in 2022, teams that have sold us in 2022, that we are going to leave in 2022. I'm going to start at Kenley Jansen. Go fuck yourself, dude. Wow. I mean, there is no one worse at his job than Kenley Jansen when you've got a minus one and a half or even a money line now at this point, dude. Like there was a, there was a period of time where he'd be like, all right, if I got minus one and a half and we're up two and Kenley Jansen comes in, like he's going to sell the minus one and a half, but the money line will hit. Yeah. It got to the point this year where it'd be like, they're up two. 
and I have the money line, and we're going to lose outright because yeah. Kenley Jansen's going to come in, dude. So yeah. I'm leaving him in 2022. I don't even know if he's still on the team he was on last year because I feel like he gets fucking dealt around. He was now. on the Braves last yeah, season. Yeah, is he going to stay a lot with of them, Braves, Braves are on lines. Um, I don't know the status of his contract, so I'm not sure. But um, I'm going to leave him in 2022. Okay, I'm going to match you. With Mr. Cookie Craig King. <laughs> the fucking yeah. bot Craig King. The bot, dude. This guy tops Kenley Jansen. Uh, Kenley, when he was on the Dodgers, was the king of selling. He went to Atlanta, still sold. Still sold. Still dude. sold a lot, but he did pitch a lot better than he did in LA. Cookie Craig, on the other hand, he would come in, bro, and when we lived in Vegas, I'd be watching the Dodger game late night with all the dudes in the book. They would know. They'd be like, Fuck, dude. Here he comes. And it'd be 4 nothing, bro. Dude, yeah, I was going to say, with Craig, you could have a five-run lead, dude, and be like, all right, we're good. Like, all Craig's got to do is just sit three batters. Yeah. And, and one, next thing you know, it's 4-3. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? The, the leadoff guy gets on base, and that's, it's over. <laughs> it's over. He's swimming he's in doing his head. Yeah. It's fucking baloney bullshit. <laughs> so the God. king of sell jobs, uh, Cookie Craig and Kenley Jansen. Um, but yeah, um, that's mine. I'm going to leave... The Oakland Athletics organization in 2022, the amount of times I'd be like, all right, Braves minus 300 against the Athletics. That's a free lay piece. Yeah. The Dodgers minus one and a half against the Athletics. That's a free lay piece. I checked the score late night. The Athletics are up fucking three yep. on both. Yep. So I'm leaving the goddamn Athletics in 2022. I suggest you do the same because, my God, there was no underdog that stole more coins than the Athletics. Because they're so shit. Yeah. And you'd be like, all right, dude, we're taking the Dodgers minus one and a half against the Athletics. Yeah. And there was never a time where you're like, oh, yeah, A's should be a good look. <laughs> dude, there's that one time I was like, A's plus one and a half might be good against the Dodgers. And then they went out right, and I've got Dodgers minus one and a half. Yeah. You can't make that shit up. Uh, I'm going to match you a coin ceiling team. Um, this team's definitely a lot better going into 2023, but nobody stole coin in 2022 like the Kraken. Oh, my so God. So much coin, dude. bro. You want to bet on them every night. New team in the league, right? There's no way they beat the Leafs. <laughs> Azure! Dude. Cracking, stealing coin, man. So botted. Yeah. Um, I'll end it all for the player prop that just specifically I felt as though I was always on the wrong side of. I don't know about anybody else out there, but Devin Booker over points. Every time I took that Kardashian dating Boza over his <laughs> points, he'd have five points. And I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I turn on the next game. He has a legacy 50-point performance. And it's like, oh, his over's at 25 and a half against fucking the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I'll take his over at 25 and a half. He'd have 10 points. <laughs> so I'm leaving. I'm also leaving Devin Booker in 2022. Yeah, and this one pains me to say because he's having an unbelievable season. But I just can't be on the right side of him. And he ended 2022 on a bad note for me. Um, but Giannis... Yanni. Giannis, bro. I can't pick his points. I can't pick his rebounds. I can't be on the right side of it because whatever I pick, he ends the other stat he ends up going off in. Giannis has four of, or three of his last four games has 20 plus rebounds. And the one game that he didn't get that was when he sold me for 20K and had 11 rebounds instead of 12. Giannis uh, Batentacumpo. And then just a couple of weeks ago, um, I had a six legger, had him over points, needed him over 30 and a half. Last leg of a six-legger to win 16K. Finished with 30, and it just killed me. And a system that I highly recommend everybody follow. A system. This is systems. This is a system pod. Um, <laughs> someone sells your prize picks by the hook or comes very close to it, and it was the last leg, and it's the only thing that doesn't hit. The system is to take that exact pick the next time that guy plays because it almost goes over 
every time, bro. And listen up, because he already gave you a hint about the rebounds against the Charlotte Hornets. I don't think a rebound has missed Dude, against them yet. People, and now they're starting to go crazy with like 15 rebounds on the centers on the opposite and side. And he got it. Steven Adams got he it. He still got that? He soared over. Dude, it's actually So insane. if you listen to the rebounds in the prize picks that Trent hand-fed you guys last time, the system now is if you take a PP entry and a square sells... Take that exact one next time they play, because that shit's in. Trust me, it's how I've, I've been experiencing it all month with McDavid, with Giannis, with Paul George, with Kawhi, with literally anybody, SGA. Mm-hmm. All those guys have sold me prize picks entries uh, in the last month or two, and every time they do, I take them again, and it smacks. Facts. Um, all right, well, I feel like that kind of wraps up 2022. Do you have anyone else or anything else you want to mention about it? <sighs> no, I mean, let's let's continue hitting some green gobs going into 2023. Let's stay hot. We got to get surgical. Perform. Um, and, yeah, it's time to lock in, boys. All right, let's talk college football. Let's do it. Your Frogs playing in SoFi. We are attending. Can you believe that the Frogs are in the <laughs> finals? Sorry, I just had to. I just had to say that again. I, I wake up every day and I'm like, dude, the Frogs are in the natty. No, bro. it's actually absurd. It's insane. Like absurd. It's like any other random ass school. Like let's say Nebraska has a fucking magical run and they're in the natty. That's like the same thing we're doing right now. I cannot believe you just picked Nebraska. That's wild. <laughs> Especially with the connection just, I have now. That's just wild. any random ass fucking you know. Program. Shout out Nebraska. All the athletic programs. Really good. Like, um, you know, we had no business doing this, but we, we got there with heart. We got there with, with, we have talent. Can't deny dude, that. Dude, also, by the way, like, even out of the Big 12, if you were like, someone's reaching the natty in the Big 12, I would have been like, Texas. Yeah. Maybe. Like, I, could, I couldn't even give you another team Kansas in the Big 12. State, Kansas State. Like, Baylor, maybe. Like, yeah. I, there's, in no world, when I have looked at the Big 12 and been like, oh, like TCU is going to go on a run. Yes. You guys didn't even have your quarterback situation no. figured out when you were playing Colorado, no. dude. I was, talking like, to Lauren, I was talking to Lauren about this uh, for the first time yesterday because we hadn't talked about the fact that the Frogs are in the natty. But she's like, can you believe it, bro? Like, dude, I've talked so much shit on your guys' team all season long, little rinky-dinky school from Fort Worth. And, like, we're going to the fucking SoFi in two days. Which, by the way, they won't let you tailgate in the parking lot. Like, L.A. is so soft, dude. I, I could never go back to Los Angeles and be fine with it. <laughs> like, they're so soft. I know you're, yeah. like, from there. But, dude, that is the softest shit I've ever I, heard. I didn't know that was a thing. But now thinking about it, for the Super Bowl, we didn't even tailgate there either. So we just got to find, like, a dope. Like, no dope wonder Rams games are dead. <laughs> I don't know what the... tailgate. I don't know what the reasoning is there for that. It's because it's L.A. It's so soft. Yeah. But but if you guys want to shoot up heroin, you can do that wherever you want. <laughs> but you can't tailgate a goddamn SoFi, apparently. Um, all right, but let's talk the fucking game, dude. You're in the goddamn natty. You're now 12 and a half point underdogs. You were 13, I think, at one point. I don't know if I got up to 14 or where it opened at, but I remember it being at 13 and a half. I think now, Nick, if you can double check me on this, I think now it's at 12 and a half. I don't know if it's moved anymore. Apparently, 77% of the handle is on the frogs to cover. Mattress Mac, you old piece of shit, is now on the frogs with $5 million. After he had a stain on the Braves, he might mush the frogs because the books can't pay him out again. Well, he had the, yeah, no, he 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 collected with the Strohs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, he had yeah. a stain. Yeah. So now it's like the books are going to be like, no way he can cover that. It's 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Wow, it moved. I didn't mean that, Mattress Mac. You're a great guy. Um, <laughs> I just know BR betting was behind it. They're like, yo, we need... We need some hey, Mattress Mac, I'm matching you, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just, just hit up the bank. I took out a mortgage on my own. Um, all right, 12.5-point underdogs. You're playing the Georgia Bulldogs. Ohio State gave them a game. 
I thought this line was going to be much shorter. Same. I feel as though I have to take the frogs. There was no other option. I'm going to be on the frogs, but I don't want to make this about me. Talk to me about this game. Yeah, no. Uh, I think all mushes aside here, all the jokes and shit, like it's it's frogs or nothing. If you're laying 13 points in a fucking natty championship game, like however, have fun. Double-digit favorites in the college football playoff has been undefeated thus far against the spread. Really? Since, like since, since the beginning of the college football playoff. No way. Double-digit favorites. Well, I wonder how many there were. I think there's too many. No, there's a bunch. You think about those Alabama teams, the LSU teams. Yeah, true. The Clemson true, teams. True. I think it's undefeated, Nick. I know you can check that really, really quick, but it was either one loss or they're undefeated double digit favorites. Well, that's scary. That's definitely scary. I mean, this team is scary. They deserve to be 13 point favorites. They are a wagon, they're a very complete team. Defense is unbelievable. Offense is also great. Uh, it's going to be a dogfight. No pun intended. No, but. it's going to take everything. Max <laughs> is going to have to use his feet. He's going to have to use his arm. The defense is going to have... I mean, really, I think this is going to be the defense wins the game for either side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I really don't think either side's offense is going to come out here and win the game. It's going to be whichever defense can you know withhold and then stand on their own. One thing that I re- noticed about the Michigan game that we did better in this game than any other game in the entire season, if we can do this against Georgia... It's going to be a fucking game is getting off the field after third down we never get a third down it could be third and 12 bro and we would give up a first down and and continue a drive and give up a point give up a touchdown give a field goal that was one thing in, in the michigan game we successfully did very well got off the field yeah. when we needed to no you did we made defensive plays you also uh, brought pressure to JJ, which is something I yes. think normally the frogs don't. There's never been a uh, double-digit spread in college football history. Are you sure? That's, that's, that's what that's what the game. No, that's for sure. CFP Kat. championship game trend says this will be the first double-digit spread in college football playoff history. I feel like that's okay. Cap. Maybe that's maybe Twitter. that's the. Pl- Dude, it, I swear, it, it since could the, be for the for the. Uh, championship championship game. I swear Cincinnati yeah it might be championship games yeah Cincinnati Bama last year that was a huge spread yeah but that mm. wasn't championship yeah game. I think this is talking about championship okay game. okay yeah so maybe not in the championship game but in the playoff there has been yes yeah okay all right word I wish I could find the um but if we can get off the field on third down make these third down stops bro I think we're at the table but if we if we give up you know third and 12s third and eights and we're allowing them to continue drives, and we're still on the field, bro, it's going to be a tough one. No, and, and I think that's something you guys actually did very, very well against Michigan. I mean, you brought, you brought the pressure. Your secondary is good, right? And I think, you know, I've definitely talked a lot of shit about Stetson Bennett. I mean, he's 24 years old, still playing college football. That is absurd. If you don't think that's absurd, like, you need to take a long, hard look in the mirror. I know he took the hard, long way to get to where he is, but he's going to be able to move the ball. Um, so I think it's really going to come down to your secondary. And I don't know, dude. I really, I like the Frogs' chances. Again, I said it last time. I said it last game against Michigan. I think Georgia's a much better team than Michigan. But Michigan beat the dog shit out of Ohio State. And Ohio State took Georgia to the death. And they should have won that game off a of field goal. Mm-hmm. You you have to win that game. If, when you get did. into field goal position, you have to win that game. I wish they um, I would have been more scared against C.J. Stroud than this Georgia team. I would have, like, I might have thought about taking Ohio State if it was against Ohio State with what? the way C.J. Stroud is starting to play. But... I'm going to tell you right now, I am done betting against the Cinderella's. Yeah, can't do it. Because they have absolutely nothing to play for. They're just there to play a football game. Oh, yeah. There's no expectations. 
And when you can take a field and have your shoulders feel light, you're a whole nother animal. Stetson Bennett is stepping into this game. He might not feel it, but the weight is there. Georgia, you should blow them out. You're yeah. 12 and a half point favorites. You're what, like, I don't think these kids know the fucking spreads. These kids know the spreads. Absolutely. Alabama was just in the locker room against, I think it was Kansas State yeah. or one of these bowl games, and this kid made a video that was on the team that blew them out I and was that. like, Kansas State, what happened? And they were like, someone in the background yeah. was like, bro, we were 13 and a half point favorites. Like, these kids know, <laughs> yeah. right? And I don't know if that, that adds pressure to the shoulders, but I think they, the Georgia kids come into this game knowing we should really beat the shit out of this team. Yeah. Whereas your TCU, bro, you're just getting ready. You're going, let's just play football. And that's that was the vibe going into the last game, and that's why I think you know the vibe was the way it was. The energy was there before the game even started. It felt like we already had that advantage of just we're happy to be there. And I know? think it's going to be a TCU home game with the crowd. I really do. I mean, I think it's re- I think we're really going to be sitting there being like, holy shit, TCU once again is bringing the noise. Yeah, and they're going to feel that too, bro. So For I sure. love plus twelve and a half. I love it. I love it too. I love um, it too. We'll do a little sneak nuke presented by Prize Picks for the college football playoff. They they really don't have many Georgia props. They only have Brock Bowers, field goal and punts in terms of like specific players. They have a bunch of TCU guys, which like I'm a little I'm a little confused by. They do have rushing yards for Georgia. Um, I have one that I like. We can make it a two legger. Yeah, I think so. Um, I really want Max Duggan two and a half pass. Rush and receiving touchdowns. Two and a half. Or two. Two. two? two sorry. Two flat. Okay. Max Duggan, two more than two pass rushing and receiving touchdowns. I think he probably gets one on his feet, and then I'm relying on him to throw one. I mean, it's college football. You saw Quentin Johnson break off a 70-yarder. Like it's, I think it's very possible for him to get two. And mm-hmm. I do think this game could, could be high scoring. Okay. Well, you're going to make me put a fucking Georgia player in here? Okay. I'll take a Georgia player. <laughs> no, no. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I mean... You know, right off the bat, I'm going and looking at field goal, field goal props. <laughs> nah. Here, no, but, you know what? I'll take Brock Bowers over receptions, four and a half. You take a TCU. I want, I want you to be on the TCU side. Okay. Well, the the biggest wagon, you know, not to discredit your pick with the touchdowns, but I feel a more safer call. One, if I'm, you know, gun to my head, only way to stay alive is to pick a green goblin here. It's dug into rush yards. All right. Well, if, well, if we also have Brock and we can now make it four. So, do you want to put two TCU guys in? Because I'll keep the Max Duggan two touchdowns. We'll go Brock Bowers. Well, you can't do Duggan twice. Oh, you can't do. All right. Well, let's do Duggan rush yards. So, yeah. give me one more. Duggan rush yards and give me uh, give me Quentin Johnson receptions. Dude's gonna be grubbing. And I'll take Tay Barber receiving yards. I feel like he's the deep threat guy against Georgia. You're gonna have to take a couple shots. Um, I like his I like his chances. He's also a speed demon, bro. Yeah. He could get that in one catch, 33 and a half yards. For sure. I love that. All right, so our sneak nuke presented by Prize Picks for the college football playoff game. If you tail, you're a goat. If you don't, you're a coward. Um, first like Brock Bowers over four and a half receptions. I mean, he's he's Stetson's go to guy, so give me that. Give me Max Duggan rush yards, twenty six and a half. It's a goat play. Uh give me Tay Barber more than thirty three and a half receiving yards. And give me Quentin Johnson receptions over four and a half. I love that. You go to your goat. That's the sneak new presented by Prize Picks for the college football playoff. All right, let's talk some NFL. We'll keep it quick. We'll keep it snazzy. We have two Saturday games. The Chiefs traveling to Las Vegas. Kansas City's minus nine and a half. The Titans travel to Jacksonville. Jacksonville's minus six. You tell me where you want to start, and we'll go from there. We're also going to do a sneak new presented by Prize Picks for the Saturday slate and the Sunday slate. But start me on Saturday. What do you what, what are you thinking? Saturday, um, 
I'm thinking. Wait, that's the game with the with the Titans and Jags, right? Yeah, let's just talk games first. Then we'll go prospects. Then we'll talk Sunday games. Then okay. we'll go prospects. Oh, um, you don't like the Chiefs covering spreads? Jarrett Stidham's coming off a 300 yard game, and the spread is still nine and a half. Pat Mahomes is going for record breaking. I'm taking the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Yeah, I'm going to join you. <gasps> yeah. I'm going to join you. Should I take the Raiders plus nine? <laughs> no, I'm joining you. <laughs> Give me the Chiefs minus nine as well. No, let's squad ride the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Nick, are you down? Yeah. Let's go. I'm in. All right, the whole okay. show is on Chiefs minus nine and a half. You make your decision off I'm that. In. I'm in. No analysis. All right, go ahead. It's going to be a sweat, but I'm in. Jarrett was kind of him last game, but I'm in. Um, and then Jags, Titans, this one's going to be a dog fight. Jaguars. But I guess we're taking both favorites on Saturday. <laughs> we, got, we did it last yeah, time. Yeah, we did, we it, last did time. it last time. <laughs> we did take the MLs. We did take the MLs. Are we doing double spreads? Cheeks on the line? I think cheeks on the line. We guys double spreads. Yeah, dude. Fuck the Titans. Fuck the Raiders, bro. Yeah. What? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fuck. The TFM two-teamer on Saturday. We did it once. Cashed. And you guys looked like bozos when you were getting on us because you didn't think the Vikings would come through. But we're going Chiefs minus nine and a half. We're going Jaguars minus, is it five or six? Minus six. The Saturday two-teamer. I have the squarest prize fix entry that I think should be the GFM entry okay, for Saturday. Let's do it. You want to hear it? I have two legs, but I want to hear your legs. Well, what are your legs? Okay. My legs, and I'll give you I'll tell you exactly why. I've got Pat Mahomes over two and a half rushing, passing, and receiving touchdowns. Okay. I feel like if we're breaking records and he's got to throw for over three hundred yards, they're gonna be in the end zone more than once. Um and then I have Christian Kirk over fifty four and a half receiving Love yards. That. Because apparently he's on a bonus where I think if he gets 60-something yeah. yards, he gets 500K. Yeah. You know him and Trevor know that. For sure. Um, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I love those two legs. Let's keep those. Give me Trevor Lawrence pass yards, W game stack mm-hmm. with Kirk. Mm-hmm. And give me Derrick Henry, if they have the audacity to put his touchdown up, let's put that in there. But if not, let's put his yards in there. 91 and a half. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Yeah. All right, wait. That feels... Really surgical. I feel like I like that. I know. All right, so the TFM, the TFM sneak peek presented by Prize Picks for the Saturday NFL slate starts with me, Patrick Mahomes, more than two and a half passing, rushing, and receiving touchdowns. Christian Kirk, more than his receiving yards, which is at 54 and a half right now at the time of filming. And then what are your two? My two, Trevor Lawrence, pass yards, Derrick Henry, rush yards. Bang that. Um, yep. That's a TFM two-teamer for Saturday. And then let's just let's run through Sunday really quick. Um, like you said, there's a lot of implications for a couple of the games. I'll be honest with you. Um, the only games I'm focusing on on Sunday are the ones that matter. And I feel like the ones that matter really are Rams, Seahawks, Lions, Packers. I feel like those are the two games that are important, I think, to both teams. And that I really think are the only great games on the slate, to be honest with you. Um, also, update on DeMar Hamlin. I'm seeing that the Patriots are playing Bills. He was awake this morning. Wow. And he was able to grab his family's hands. So that wow. was good. Yeah. That's huge. I didn't so know that. So that's huge. Um, but the Bills are minus seven. That means they're going to beat the shit out of the Patriots. Yeah, we have um, to. Yeah, no, we're that's taking the Bills minus seven. Um, but let's talk, let's talk these games. Rams, Seahawks. The Seahawks are minus six. So I have I have my squares for the prize picks. We'll talk about that after. But a game like this, right, I think it's interesting. Rams, Seahawks. Seahawks minus six. We're in Seattle. Seattle just all's on their mind is they need to win. And then they, I think they need the Packers to lose, to be in. So you're looking at a team that needs to win against a team that has nothing to play for in the Rams. I feel like you have to take the Seahawks minus six. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like it's a, this is going to be a close divisional game, but I think the Seahawks win, absolutely. Minus six. Could be a third like, six piece. Do you just take the Rams plus six, though, in this scenario? No. no I feel tried. like you have to take the Seahawks minus six. Yeah. I feel like we have to. Yeah. Let's do it. Because you're playing for a playoff spot. But then again, if you're playing for a playoff spot, it might be gritty. It's going to be gritty. It's going to it's a home oh, divisional dude. game, but uh, give me the minus six, bro. The Rams, the Rams have no business keeping that game close. Yeah, they're going to pack the stadium, I think. They, they have to pack the stadium. All right, let's talk line Packers. I think this is going to be one of the better Sunday night games we've had. The Packers are fucking back, dude. They are. No, like they're back. Like the defense that we thought they were going to have in week one is starting to show their face and they look fucking dangerous. Aaron Rodgers, who we thought was dead by week five, is now completely clicked with this offense and is fucking slinging the ball. And the, the Lions are coming in. The Packers are now minus four and a half. The Packers are minus three to the Vikings and beat the dog shit out of them. They're now minus four and a half to the Lions. The Packers have an unreal dual threat in the back of Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. The Lions can't stop the run. If the Packers can open the pass game by mailing it down the Lions' throats with the run game, they probably beat Detroit by 15. And I really want to take the Packers minus four and a half. But again, we've talked about this so many times. I feel as though in betting, you can't buy on the good news and you can't sell on the bad news. And I feel like taking the Packers minus four and a half is buying on the Packers good news and not taking the Lions plus four and a half. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if it's necessarily selling on bad news or selling on good news, but I mean, I feel as though this is going to be such a weird game to bet on the spread. It is. It is. I feel like, I feel like it comes down to a last second field goal again. I do. So Remember the last Lions. time these two teams played, the Lions stole coin and won. Well, the Lions just beat the dog shit out of the Bears. The Packers just beat the dog shit out of the Vikings. So you're either buying on good news on the Lions or you're buying on good news on the Packers. I hate that scenario. Yeah. I mean, dude. Oh my God. In Lambeau, though. I know. That's a I tough know. game. At night, it's going to be cold. Give me the Packers minus four and a half. Give me the Packers minus four and a half. I, I'll take I the Packers minus four I hate fading the Lions. I hate it. It never goes well for me. It never goes. Take well. the Lions plus four and a half. I think I might have to take the Lions plus four and a half. But if you take the Packers money line in the surge, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I, don't I want still people to be decided. getting on you. I still haven't decided. Yeah, no, I just don't want people getting on you that you're taking both sides. Yeah, because yeah, we yeah. are recording right now on Thursday. Yeah, and I don't cook the surge goal until the day before. So, so just keep that in mind. But if you were taking against the spread, Detroit plus four. And yeah, half. give me Detroit. All right, I'm taking the Packers minus four and a half. Um. Is there any other games on this Sunday slate you think you'd want to talk about? I really don't think there's games that interesting other than that that I'm going to be looking at. Yeah, not really. Did you see what Tom Brady is? Tom, well, they already locked it up. He might not play. I'm yeah, sure. no, he's not playing, and they're plus okay, chicky yeah. against poverty, right? Yeah, yeah so it makes no sense. Yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah. I saw I that I mean, yeah, too. the rest of the slate is fucking botted as shit. <laughs> it's, dude, this third six is going to be so hard to hit this week. Oh, my God, dude. I wanted to talk to you about this. What the fuck is going on in Washington? You go from Taylor Heineke basically making you a playoff team. Then you slot in Carson Wentz. He sells. Instead of just giving Taylor Heineke the job back, now Sam Howell is starting. And Taylor Heineke is saying that Sam Howell should get a full game under his belt. What the fuck is going on? You had a playoff team. Your quarterback that you traded for and signed comes back. You get rid of the guy that's gotten you to this point, even if he makes mistakes, even if he's a little bit wild. And now you're going to play your fucking rookie when you still have playoff in the game? Like, I don't understand what's going on in Washington. 
Why is Taylor Heineke not just have the job? Uh, they're they're eliminated. <laughs> they got eliminated. Yeah, they got eliminated. Oh, all right, they're fuck GG. that. Yeah, but either way, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It seemed kind of weird to jump ship on your guy. Like what? Yeah. If I was Taylor Heineke, I'd be like, dude, get me the fuck out of here. What's going on? <laughs> like that's so botted. Like, so but he should have played last game, Nick. Yes, he should have. But <laughs> like, they why are we to, going with Carson go Bozo to, Wentz? Well, they wanted to go to Carson Wentz. I mean, because that was the thing in Ron Rivera's post game press conference. They asked, "Did you know?" That you could be eliminated this week, and he was like, and "He's like what?" And so they were going to play Carson Wentz. I think not knowing that they could be eliminated because they want to up Carson Wentz trade value, which of course backfired because he threw three picks. Like, dude, Washington just might need a, a restart. They need a re- restart. They need sure. a restart. Rebuild for, like, just that shit. Hit the TNT block and just <laughs> blow the fucking organization up and just restart. Um, all right, but yeah, isn't that weird though? That's so that's bizarre. So weird. so weird. Like, I, if I was a Commanders fan, I'd just be so confused what's happening right now. Um, all right, let's do our sneak nuke presented by Prize Picks for the Sunday slate. Uh, I'll give my two legs first. I'm going to take DK Metcalf more than his receiving yards. Um, this game matters, and I feel like against the Rams, DK likes to eat, and I feel as though 65 and a half is a number I'm really comfortable with him with a game that matters at home. And then I want Aaron Jones over 63 and a half rushing yards. Like I said, we've now seen two games straight. This Lions defense loves to get run on. Um, and if it's not Aaron Jones, is going to be A.J. Dillon. I'd rather take my chances with Aaron Jones because I think the Packers are finally realizing, oh, we have probably a top five player in the NFL in our backfield that we can use as a Swiss Army knife that we don't normally use as a Swiss Army knife. Um, so give me Aaron Jones over his rushing yards. Give me Justin Fields' rush yards. We're going back. I don't think he's playing. He's not playing? He's, he hurt his hip. Oh hurt his hip. God. He has an incentive. I know he's not playing. Or he has a record to break for like sixty more rush yards. Right, Nick, he strained his hip. He's not starting. Uh yes, that is correct. Uh, I forget who's starting for Chicago. It's a it's a no name. Sheebus, bro. It's a bottomus. Um, okay. We'll change of plans. Amon Ra over receptions. Okay, I like that They're one. They're gonna be feeding him. Love it. He's gonna be grubbing. And give me give me Josh Allen rush yards. Wow. Is he playing? I need to know if he's playing. No, he's playing. He should be playing. I think he's playing, right, Nick? Yeah, they got implications of mine. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's got to play. Give me Josh Allen legacy game. Against Bill Belichick. Yeah. Oh, the Bills minus seven is a nuke. Yeah, yeah. We got him. Legacies. Yeah, we have to. And Amon Ra <coughs> over receptions. All right, that, I mean, that's a sneak nuke presented by prize picks. We've got DK Metcalf more than his receiving yards, Aaron Jones more than his rushing yards, Josh Allen more than his rushing yards, and Amon Ra St. Brown more than his receptions. That's a green gob. Um, I'm going to run just one spread by you. I just just want your opinion. For the third week in a row, the Jets are favorites playing the Miami Dolphins. No. The uh, Dolphins are, mine, are plus one at home. What the fuck is going on in Vegas and who's got the blunt in their hand making Dolph- fucking spreads for the New York Jets? Dolphins have playoff implications too, so... Like who... The fuck is making these spreads? That's a game I... We were going into Seattle minus one. Got fucking our cheeks banged out. I forget who we were favorites against fucking. It was against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're minus two. Got our shit shit on. I hate the Jets. Now we're going into Miami. No Tua. And we're minus one, dude. Is it Teddy Bridgewater? Is it fucking Teddy Bridgewater? No. Uh, Yeah, it should be. I think he got hurt, too. uh, Is it... 
who is it now? I forget who it is. It doesn't fucking matter. Give me the Dolphins, dude. <laughs> like, I actually cannot believe. I refuse to sit here again. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Skylar Thompson. Thompson. Yeah. I mean, dude, if it's not Skylar Thompson, it's fucking Mike Glennon. Hey, he covered and, the spread in, in the final minute against New England last week, so... Skylar Thompson might yeah, be. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're gonna get fucking clapped. Actually, fuck that. Give me the Jets. This is our redemption game against the Dolphins. Give me the Jets. Miss me with the Jets, bro. They, <laughs> they sold the surgical last week. It was Sorry, always Geno legacy games. It was. I had to go on the rant about the Jets. I mean, that's absurd. Yeah. Another minus one. That's three in a row. That's disgusting. That's vile, dude. Like, who's making these threads? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and against Skylar, we're fucking minus one. What? It's bullshit. Dude, fucking Mike White, you're a bum, dude. I hate our whole, like, we should just, like, I hate Zach Wilson, but we should just let him play through it. Like, you can't cancel a kid in his fucking second year. Yeah, I would have liked to have watched that. And we've destroyed his confidence now. He's not playing another down for the Jets. <laughs> no, no, no shot. No. No shot. Um. All right, that's been another episode of TFM Bets. We appreciate you guys for listening. Make sure you check out the surgical stream on the Book It Sports Twitch channel. It goes on every day. Trent hosts his daily show where you can come on and give your picks, and he gives his reactions. And then he puts them into a parlay that's not hitting. So make sure you guys check that out. He also does night sweats every night on the Book It Sports Twitch channel as well, so you can watch the games and sweat out bets with Trent. Um, make sure you follow us on socials. We'll be seeing. Appreciate you guys.